Are you a kiddo who dreams? Kinky dreams? Dreams of wearing pants like the ones you grew up with? Well, golly gee, dream no more. Kinky Dreams specializes in printing cute vintage designs of diaper prints, superheroes, and cartoon characters on adult diapers. These handcrafted pants will leave you feeling your full baby fantasy. If you want to get your grabby hands on one of these one-of-a-kind diapers, make sure to use promo code PLAYTIME for 10% off all Kinky Dreams products. Kinky Dreams, making your little dreams come true. Hello, 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 and welcome to Newsies Nook, a podcast where you can sit and relax while I try not to wet my pants. I am your host, Newsy Baby. If my voice sounds a little funny, it is because I partied way too hard this past weekend, because this past weekend was diaper active. Diaper Active was so much fun. It was so much fun to see new faces, old faces. It was such a good mental reset for me because I don't get to be Newsy Baby for more than like a couple hours, you know, on the weekend where this past weekend I was Newsy Baby all weekend. And it was so much fun to talk with people that I've seen online, to see old friends. And I had a lot of fun. And it was also a lot of fun changing a bunch of people. Um, because I was a diaper changer during the event. So if you did get a diaper change for me and you did leak, um, I am not responsible. Anyway, this week I had the honor to talk with Draven Navarro, a.k.a. Baby Donnie, who is a go-go boy during Diaper Active. You may know Draven from his hot porn videos, or you may know Baby Donnie from his hot ABDL videos. You may have also heard him on a recent episode of What's the Safe Word. I had seen Baby Donnie online and never in my wildest dreams thought I would meet him until one night at the Eagle in LA, he was standing there diapered with a friend. So I walked up to him and we started talking, and that's when I learned how much of a stinker he is. In my conversation with Baby Donnie, we go for humiliation, his journey with diapers, and then him being a huge stinker. Well, thank you, Baby Donnie, for coming to Newsy's Nook. Of course. Thanks for having me. Have you ever had an interview where you were changed in front of a whole bunch of people? That was definitely a first. Uh, great introduction to the interview. Yeah? <laughs> yes. Well, I noticed before we were, you were, while you were getting changed that you develop a very signature baby voice. But if it, if anyone has ever met you, you you do not look like a little baby. Do you like that that dynamic? Yeah, the dichotomy of it is really cool to have. Where um, I do look like a big boy, and people kind of peg me for like a total top and stuff. And I'm like, I'm not. I'm a total bottom, and I wear diapers. But that's you know what really will um, make me see that someone is sincere if they can accept that and appreciate that side of me as well not just muscles you know right but like sometimes it's it's really hard to find your your little voice right like like i always feel like it's so hard to like raise your voice or sometimes get into that space how do you how do you do it so quickly i you know it's taken me a while to be able to switch it and out but i feel like if i'm in a comfortable place around people that accept and love the side of me then i I can get, I could fall into it easier, but I don't know. I've just, this is who I am and this is what I've been into since I could really remember. So it's just a part of me. And like, I just, of course, have to pretend to be a big boy, but I'm really a baby. Oh, you're really a baby, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I am. So 
let's go over your history if someone doesn't know how did you how did you find how did you find diapers so i started out um stealing them from the church nursery when my mom left all the kids you know to like run around after when they're doing the choir practice and um i would take diapers and put them on or i'd like play house with the other kids and i'd be like i want to be the baby or you know whatever we're doing they have like a whole nursery set up in the church so we would play and role play i didn't understand really what it was at that time but having that power exchange of being submissive and losing control and having someone have total control and um you don't have any choice in the matter type of thing is very humiliating and hot and I didn't, like I said, I didn't realize it at the time, but now that I'm older, it's a total power exchange and that power dynamic really amplifies the, well, now for me, sexual, but you know, it's like, it really amplifies that to where I have a difficult time even getting off if it's not in diapers. Like I have to think of really dirty things when I'm doing porn just to like, be like, oh, this is like, you know, daddy's dropping me off at my uncle's house to, you know, get, you know molested and spanked and babysat so oh yeah so i just put that in my head and i'm able to perform well on camera so that's kind of what i do but that's that was my start was yeah playing house and playing baby and then i'd steal them from like cousins and stuff and put them on wet them and i'm like what's wrong with me i do a lot of binge and purge where i would wet them be like this is I'm, i should be this man i need to be this like certain guy that society expects men to act and be and especially being i'm raised i'm hispanic italian so like the life my family life was very like you need to marry a nice italian girl and have lots of babies and it's like i don't want to do that and um so it's taken me a while to learn to have that self-acceptance and self-love for this because a lot of times i have that self-loathing of like what's wrong with me I, no one's gonna love me like this i'm gonna be alone forever and like i just feel that like depressed stuff and it's not healthy and i just need it's like being taught shame at an early age and mm -hmm. like this is wrong and this is you should be ashamed of yourself that is taught like it's not so trying to unteach myself that has been difficult but it's been um also very um um like productive because i'm able to learn a lot more about myself i think right i mean this kink is a kink that you know you have to self-dive into yourself and kind of figure it out let's mm -hmm. go with self-acceptance because i think that is something that a lot of abdls can relate to is there was there something that you did or thought of that you were like, okay, I can start this journey of self-acceptance. So my self-acceptance was kind of a messed up situation. I was a medic for the Marine Corps and I went to Iraq of five to six and, um, I saw a lot of trauma. Um, and just seeing, especially the younger guys that were like, that could be, that's someone's brother, that's someone's son, that's someone's dad's like, that has really caused me to be like, if I don't take advantage of the life I have now, what the fuck am I doing? Like, this is, I could, you know, either get hit by a bus or a stray bullet or something like that, or get blown up or something. But whatever it is, I need to live the life that if I don't do this, then it's like, what am I? I'm not living like I'm just existing. And that's not what 
it's kind of like breaks down to YOLO. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's kind of corny like that, but it is. It's like, you have to like have that, you know, cognitive shift in your mind to be like, Hey, this is you, you better take advantage of this. Cause if you're living it for someone else, your life for someone else, you're not going to be happy. And I've found my happiness by being a little and finding the community that I have found. And they're, you know, it doesn't matter if they're socially awkward or whatever, they're still my brothers and sisters and I'll take care of them make sure that they're, you know, this community is important to me and I want it to get a good, like rap, <laughs> you know, like there's right. a lot of like idiots out there that do dumb shit and give us a bad name. But that's like, I think with any community, you have idiots that do dumb shit. So. Right. There's idiots everywhere. Yes, there are. Um, so, you talked about going into the army and of course I've talked to a lot of veterans that are like diapers help me with mental health and stuff. So what happened? Did diapers come after? Did you re was the need for diapers? Was that after the army or did you do no, porn? And I didn't then? realize that. Well, one, I was in the Navy. I was a medic. That's right. So so I'm so it's sorry. all good. But, um, it, it really, um, it, I don't know. I always had that, like that, the diapers really helped me like refocus and energize to be like what I need to be and help me de-stress and like decompress. But I didn't realize how important it was until I had that self-acceptance where I'm like, this is okay. It's healthy. It's I'm not hurting anybody. I'm not, everything's consensual. Like we're, we're good, you know, and mm -hmm. it may be someone else's on the no list of kinks, but you know, it's, it's just a numbers game. You'll find people that are into it and you'll find people that are not into it. And it's kind of like whatever, if they, you know, like they like said, you only have one life to live, so you might as well take advantage of it because, um, but yeah, it really, that, so I'm kind of circling back around, hey. but, um, it really did cause me to really have more of a value for having my little time to re-energize and be like, if I have to play daddy or something like that, like I know what I like to hear and I know what I like to happen to me. So I'm just going to do the same shit. And, but giving that it drains me. And so like, I need to re-energize by being a little. And like, once I have that little time, I could like, okay, I could do shit now. It's, it'll, it's weird. It's like sleeping almost like you have to like recuperate and rest and like build back up in order to function. And that's what I've, helps me function and get through my stresses of the day. Right. Well I, well, I can totally relate to that because, you know, if you don't have your little time or you don't have your diaper time, you kind of get, you start feeling antsy, don't you? Like, it's mm. like this antsy feeling. I get of, depressed. I feel sad. Right. And I get like, just like, I don't know. It's weird. Like I've, I've done scenes where I've been the daddy for like three days in a row and I'm like, I need to be little. And like, I just totally left at the end of the third scene, like I'm going home. I'm sorry. And I had to I'm gonna get put on a diaper. Right? I, I was literally, it was a different, it was in a different state as it was. So I had, I drove all the way back to Las Vegas and I was like, fuck this. I need to be a baby. So, so what's your quintessential little scene? Paint the picture for me. Oh, well, I mean, I do like, um, if, you know, I'm, I don't shy away from different genders. So it would be hot to have like a cuckold situation where my boyfriend daddy is like 
dating some of my like ex-girlfriends and like fuck me in front of them or like we'll bring a bunch of his friends over and you know, like show them how well he's trained me and have me use my diapers in front of them and get horsey rides on their knee and have to suck their dick to earn a diaper change or um, a lot of sexual things doesn't have to necessarily I don't necessarily have to get off but I like being teased and humiliated uh, being taken out in public is another hot thing that I can imagine of, you know, getting dragged out to the park or something. But, you know, in all fantasies, you know, it's cool. But in reality, you got to make sure things are set up right because you can't really play these things out um, unless you have the right people that have your best interest and they are, you know, careful of what they do. But right. Yeah. That's kind of at least where I go with my my fantasies are humiliation because I'm a big boy and I shouldn't be, you know, wearing diapers and using them and dressing like a baby, but having someone take all that control away from me and like cutting up all my underwear and, you know, stocking my drawers with diapers and all baby clothes in my closet is like, and like maybe even being like legally adopted. That'd be hot. Oh, <laughs> like someone legally adopting you and yeah, just like uh, taking over and uh, like, you like have no caregiver, like no like control at all. Uh-huh. Oh. Uh, it's hot in fantasy, but reality, I'm like, I need my big boy time to go to the gym. I need like, I have to pay bills. It would be nice if I found a nice rich sugar daddy, but that's probably not going to happen. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I get that. Yeah. But I also kind of like before this interview, I mean, we both got changed because you were super soggy and I was in the mood for a diaper. So, like, I don't know, it's like kind of embarrassing to be it was. changed in front of all these people that are listening to the podcast right now. Yeah. All these people <laughs> got watched you be changed. That was very because it was actually super embarrassing because then um, actually people came in and I was just getting my diaper changed and. It was really embarrassing, but it was hot to see you have your little cage, like locked, locking around your dick and everything. And you can put powder on Like, I like watching it too. It's, it's hot to, especially knowing that like your next type of thing of like, maybe even getting like spanked, but like you have like a line of, you know, uh, the boys are, you know, not telling on like who did it. And so daddy has to spank all of us to, you know, make sure that we get, the punishment we deserve, but we're getting spanked one at a time. And like, that's hot too. Like I said, the humiliation being exposed and being treated like a little boy is just what I need to be me. <laughs> I never thought about that. Watching someone else get embarrassed almost elevates your embarrassment a little bit, knowing it's going to happen next. Mm-hmm. Cause you're seeing what they're going through and you're like, no, but this is, that's so embarrassing. I feel embarrassed for them. And then like my dick starts getting hard and then, you know, it all turns into frustration. Yeah. <laughs> Especially for you. You're caged. I know I am caged and, uh, kind of straining, but we won't talk about it. <laughs> uh, when, so let's go further into humiliation. Cause I feel like that is a key thing for you. And you've already said, your humiliation fantasies, but what about an experience that you've had already? Huh. That's super so, humiliating. We were talking about um, that. What's a safe word podcast? Uh-huh. I was hanging out with Christopher Weston, and he had me in diaper and onesie and collar and passed fire in my mouth and walked me around in the Castro. 
and had like guys commenting like i want to take you home and rape you and i'm like yes please like, it was funny <laughs> and like other people you're so cute like can i take a picture like, it was really nice to be like have that acceptance and like not i mean people would freak out but it's a castro you know it's like right everyone is like some dudes wearing assless chaps walking down the street like no one's gonna talk shit to me like so and then being a bigger guy too it helps because doing things in public and like people will like they're i don't get a lot of haters that are gonna say shit to my face right because i'll like slap them in the mouth or something (laughs) i'm like fuck that but you know it's it's nice to be able to expose people to it and say like hey this is here and this is what i'm into and you know they may get the thought oh i could possibly do that or that's cute maybe you know i could do that to my boyfriend or something and you know that as long as they get that change in their mind of like, it's a possibility and they can understand where I get off on it and how I get off on that kink, then I feel like I'm educating properly and I'm giving them the right like information. Right. And you're being a steward for the kink, right? Like totally. every time you wear a diaper out in public, you're like, this or is do a diaper video or like, with right. Play 24 seven. Like, and that's the thing I've been really harping about with them is like, I want to get more gay age play stuff out there because there's really nothing and so yeah it's all straight i know it doesn't do anything for my cage no (laughs) but like i like i read stories you know that's how i get off is like i (gasps) i don't watch porn i I read porn and i put myself in these stories and i also recently found the speak function on my iphone which makes the whole thing even a better experience because i don't have to just i just sit there and listen to a story and just play with myself and it's fun did you ever read Deeker Di- Deeker? Oh Deaker yeah, Diaper? yeah. There's some stories on there that are. Those stories were so hot, and I and I found that when I was like in high school, and I like I didn't have porn, like I didn't jerk off to porn, like in the first like couple of years. It was just reading those diaper mm-hmm. stories, and my my favorite was always like this kid on a road trip and like he's in the back seat and he's like i have to really go pee i have to pee so badly yeah and you know he's like oh please can i like can can we pull over and then he like what's the hottest thing because they have no control over stopping the car they're gonna do it and they're like sorry we're gonna stop when we feel like we need to stop and then you have to wet yourself and then they're gonna be upset because you couldn't hold it like a big boy which caused this whole embarrassment humiliation factor that gives us boners right like, <laughs> like. um well let, let's go into you know i feel like you know you're very comfortable in your own identity of being a, a big diaper boy mm-hmm. and i'm i feel pretty comfortable in it but some people are still getting into it do you have any advice for someone that you know wants to do something really humiliating but they also have that like oh but it's humiliating. it is so scary to start it out it, it really is like it it I had a couple of times where I'm like, I can't do this. I can't do this. But then the more you just keep the diaper on and like where I wear baggier clothes, if you want to go out in public, I'd like some sweatpants that are tight to, you know, and like a sweater or something or a long like t-shirt to cover it is something that could help. Mm-hmm. But you know, when you're crinkling around, it's quiet. Everyone's going to know. And when you bend over, if you don't have a long enough shirt, the back of the diapers in the show. And there's a lot of things that you have to really be vigilant of because it could be a quite precarious situation to be in. If you're um, not used to being publicly exposed 
and are really humiliated by it. Like, it's also nice to have someone with you to yes. like guide you and be like, Hey, I'm here. You're going to be okay. I'm going to make sure, you know, no one, you know, is going to see you or not. You know, we're going to take the slow. If you want to go back to the car, you know, we go back to the car, right? Whatever. Um, that's also a great avenue to have. If you have that outlet of another person, if you don't, then, I mean, for myself, I would do, I do more humiliating things the hornier I am. So if I'm extra horny, I'm going to like walk around the block in like some little short shorts and the thick diaper and crop top. And, and I'm like, this is not a good idea, but I'm like, Oh, I'm so horny. I want to do this. And you know, you always have those, I'll have guys that I would chat with on different messenger sites and they always try to, uh, uh, encourage me to do humiliating things and get videos and stuff. And I'm like, I'm just learning now. Like, I, so this is a whole other topic that I'm going to break into, uh -huh. but monetizing the ABDL community as in like, if I, instead of selling or giving my videos to these guys for free, I might as well post them on like a, just for fans for five bucks. And like for a month, you know, a subscription, uh -huh. but it's, I feel weird because when, before I got into the porn community or anything, or really doing this, um, I had been a little, and I'd gone to different events, Capcom, Teddycon, a bunch of shit like that. And, um, I would see different models that I've seen do diaper porn. They are there specifically to just, do like have clients and, and do appointments, which is great. Mm -hmm. Um, but I do, I would hear flack from some other littles that'd be like, Oh, they're like just ripping off the community by just making money off it. They don't really enjoy it or, you know, but I think that, I don't know. Hey, I have to pay bills. I can't pay my bills on smiles and orgasms, you know? Right. And, and if you have a service to offer, why not? Right. Why not? And if you think it's quality enough. And I'm trying to make quality. Like I have, you know, luckily for myself, I have, um, you know, a whole room that's dedicated to filming that has a nursery set up and lights. I crazy enough. I got a high chair. Uh, Did you really? For free. For free. Dude, it's wood. From it's where? This guy off of FetLife. He's like, I found this in the dumpster area of my work in it, like in this like industrial complex. He's uh -huh. like, if anybody wants it, come and get it. And I, I was like, fuck that. I'm going like I have a like a sedan, uh -huh. and I stuck that thing in the fucking trunk and just like like tied it like oh like shut to like it was. And I drove the surface streets the whole entire way, like 30 miles an hour. I don't Did want you to get off on that knowing that like this is this giant ass oh, high chair yeah. in your, in your trunk? Or I mean, it was, I, I'm so used to doing exposing things now that I don't feel like anyone, most of the time people don't give a fuck and they don't care. Right. They're not going to even notice. I, I tell that, I tell that to people all the time when, when I do my public shots and stuff, they're like, aren't you worried that someone's going to notice? And I was like, most times when they do notice, most people don't bat an eye. The thing is medical or something too. If right. It's diapers or something, you know, I mean, there's always context clues, right? Like I wouldn't go to the grocery store in just a diaper. Unless, oh no. Unless someone paid me. Right. <laughs> well, it's also what grocery store we're talking about here. Like I'm not trying to like expose a bunch of like non-consensual people to this, you know, I don't want to. And granted walking around and people seeing things is different than like, Oh, you're like, you know, that's my Baba. Like, can you get it for me? Like have someone like try to like 
play into your that's different i feel right but um that's but, where the whole consent comes into right you right. have to make sure the other side of the per, the person on the other side is consenting right to they want to do this yeah they and that's the thing is like you the public play is a little you just got to be very planned out and sure that you know everything's set right and you're in a location like i said like castro or like west hollywood like places like that like no one there's people no wearing a care. lot crazier shit than a diaper right like they like i said asses chaps are like just wearing like fishnets and like their dicks still showing i'm like wow okay i guess we're going there but they want to get mad at me when i poop my diaper so like i don't know Ooh, can we can we go to that topic now cuz i've been yeah. told i'm a very expert on that topic oh, let's, let's let's bring it up so i've always when before i started my i'll call it my messing fantasy or my messing journey um i felt like there was a lot of flack for messers right of course. there's there's a, there's a bit of a taboo to people who mess and um we have a mutual friend that is super into messing, and I met him at a, that one day at oh, the yes. bar. Yes, and he has a lot of crazy fantasies that I would love yes. to that I would love to experience. Mm. Did you get the same feeling when you when you tell people you're a messer that there's like this sense of like oh like uh, yeah well yes and they're like their next question would be like are you messy now or do you and I'm like no I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bust it out on you or anyone that if it's not situation accepted mm -hmm. then i can hold it if i have to um unless i'm like given like laxatives or enemas or something then it's a difficult situation but um i will say that uh yeah it's people i've heard it the other way as well from other littles that are saying you're not a real baby unless you poop your diaper and i'm like are you serious like who cares like whatever's comfort level whoever has their comfort level at whatever on that spectrum. Right. Yeah, exactly. You do you baby. Like, I don't care. Like, like if you want to poop yourself and do whatever, like make sure you do it in your home home or in a place where it's accepted and people are consensually like wanting to see that and smell it and do the thing. Mm -hmm. So, and that's a super embarrassing, humiliating factor of being an adult baby is eventually you might poop your diaper and that having someone clean that up for you is way embarrassing. That's like, uh, I've had that. Well, I didn't have a messy diaper, but I got my diaper changed at Folsom mm -hmm. sidewalk. And that was, there's like people all around taking oh, pictures yeah. on videos. And I'm just like covering my face with my stuffy. Like, Oh my God, please hurry. Like, but it was so hot to be exposed like that. And the messy diapers really just amplify it. I feel, um, like I said, it may not be everyone's cup of uh, tea. Yeah. <laughs> Or, yeah, exactly. But um, it's definitely something that is in the community and that needs to be recognized. And at least verbalizes of like, hey, I'm into this or not. It needs to be brought into discussion before. Like, well, of course, it, it kind of always, at least for me, it does. Mm -hmm. I'm like, hey, are you into messy diapers as well? And then if it's on diaper boys, I could even see if like they're into changing wet and messy diapers. Right. So I will more so gravitate towards that because I feel I could be completely little and just like baby out and have no control whatsoever. Like you could lock the bathroom and I'm like, <laughs> like, you like, know, no, open the door. Yeah, please. And then like you mess yourself or they could even facilitate it with enemas, suppositories, laxatives, and just watch you struggle as you eventually fail. Just blur it yourself. Yeah. Which is like, 
so embarrassing and hot for me. So that's where it like feeds into if you get off on that sort of thing, then, you know, they said more power to you. It's some people don't, don't like it at all. Some people are just not against it or very against it, excuse me, but that's their own, that's their own views and they could do what they want. This is America. <laughs> did you start off as a messer or did you, or do you have a journey getting into it? No, I started off by using them completely. And especially when I started masturbating, um, I really found that to be like extra, like turn on, like just using them completely. And then mm-hmm. like, I, it's a whole loss of control and not, and having that, I have these fantasies of, you know, a mommy or a daddy, like forcing me to do that and like taking pictures and send them to their friends. And like, um, I don't know. It's, uh, it's, it's really hot. That's all I could say. So that's, that's, that's me. I mean, I, I personally think it's really hot and I really resonated with what you were talking about, how I've noticed more and more often when I'm meeting people, I sometimes now ask it in the beginning because I, I feel like I gravitate towards people that are into it as well, because then I kind of know your level of, uh, of interest in it and I can resonate a little bit more. Well, then you could also let yourself go. Literally place. and figuratively. Yes. But it's nice to like know that and be like, oh, you're going to take total control and they're not freaked out by it. If anything, you know, some of them are actually turned on more so when you do. And, and it's great to find those people where you're like, I could, I found my people. I could be myself, you know, and my little stinker self. Yeah. But like, it's embarrassing to talk about, of course. And it's something I like I know it's embarrassing to talk about. I shouldn't you know, get little talking about it. But. Do you think you can tell me your favorite like messy experience in your little voice? Yeah. Yeah. So like, um, I was hanging out with Diaper Perf. Um, oh yeah, she's really fun. And she had no your little voice. <laughs> but she had taken me to Walmart to buy a toy, and then she made me do like. Were you thickly padded? Yeah, but she made me do two big enemas before <gasps> I went into the store, and then she held my hand all the way to the toy aisle, and then I had to put my diaper in the toy aisle. Did and you then, try to hold it? Well, kind of, but it was hard to do. And then were you squirming? And I just squatted down, <gasps> and like in the middle of the aisle. Yes, and she laughed at me and stuff, and she let me pick out a toy, and then she walked me back up to the register. But she was commenting about how stinky I was, and oh, then she yeah. even talked to the cashier lady and was like, "He's really stinky. I need to get him for a diaper change." No, she didn't. Yeah, and then she took me through the drive-through, and then she took me to the drive-through at McDonald's and bought me a Happy Meal. Oh. And I like chicken nuggets. You got chicken nuggies? Yeah, I had to eat it all and then I'll ride all the way back to her house. In Sitting there in your a, messy diaper? Yeah, uh, in order to get a diaper change. It was a, a very embarrassing because um, I was super stinky. And was, oh, did she rub it all over? And she did pat it and stuff and like on my butt and it it was like squishy and it was embarrassing. Oh. But yeah, that's my story. But I know you're even even more of a big stinker because our our mutual friend has oh. told me that he is notorious of diapering you up and putting suppositories oh. in you. I know he's definitely way into it, which is caught to find those type of people. Um, right? There's two versions. There's there's the humiliating kid version of it, but then there's like the messy hot i'll say it, dirty aspect to it mm-hmm. which i find 
really hot. Yeah, even like anal sex, having in a messy diaper and like just getting like that's that would probably be a top fantasy of mine too. Like it hasn't happened many times, maybe like a handful of times. What like getting done in a messy diaper? Yeah, and it's It's so hot. It's like oh god, like but you know you have those moments where you're like oh well like uh, do I you know let go and just do this and then deal with the consequences and it's always something in your mind of like if they're going to be how they're going to react to the other person that you're with and but like I said it's nice when you meet those people that are like this is what turns me on and yeah I'm gonna you don't have to tell me to do it I have uh, suppositories here to put up your butt and it's like oh shit like I'm already I'm with someone that's at my speed you know and it's it's very um refreshing to meet people that are the way that I think with things. So it makes me feel like, okay, I'm not that weird. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm pretty fucking weird, but I, I just make, it just makes me feel like, okay, you're my friend. Like we're fucking weird people together. Well, that's why I secretly like love telegram now, like now, cause I'm able to find all these like groups and have these fantasies. Like one, I was talking to this guy yesterday and he was like, I want to, I want to like, do you and do you natural right like undouched and stuff yeah. and he's like and then i want to stick a suppository in you and oh. put like a butt plug in you and diaper you up and you know i'll even so uh well the majority of people here are anyways i am thinking where like i will if i get fucked like i'll suck the cock clean like that type of thing like not like bunch of like dirty dirty but if, if i'm not really cleaned out and it's a little bit like i'm not like i will go there sometimes if i'm like super horny and i think it's something as gay people i know this is an abdl podcast but let's just i'm gonna tap this button yeah i feel like we we have we've almost made natural sex and i'm when i say natural sex undo sex mm. almost like an evil thing right mm-hmm. like it, it's almost like sensed as like a oh like you didn't do and, and like experienced it. like oh you didn't clean out and it's like well, uh, a lot of guys don't even know right how and to clean out properly right and we've also done this thing where like tops don't know how to react when it does happen right like the, uh-huh. right they're like oh i'm you gonna shoot him a dick oh fuck you know and it's like right uh, well you're playing in my asshole so that's gonna happen <laughs> when you're on the hershey highway you might get a taste uh yeah and it's like, it's all part, like, you gotta know what you're doing when you're playing in there. Like, you gotta, hey, this is all about the human body and it's, it does its thing and you just gotta roll with the punches type of thing and be like, okay, well, you know, I'm more, if something happens to me, especially on set, I'm like, oh, here, let me get some baby wipes, like, you know, just to like wipe it up. Like, you might want to go in the bathroom and get cleaned up a little bit more. But this is on set. It's not like if I, if I was just having sex with somebody and that happened, I'm like, fuck it. Like, we're putting the shit back in, you know? Like, <laughs> I don't care, you know? Like, it's, Can you like, actually go deeper, please? Yeah. You know, or if I'm doing the topping, then yeah, I'll, you know, I, I don't, yeah. Like I said, I'm, I'm fucking weird, so. No, you have to. I, well, that's what I'm saying. The good, it's good to be weird. It's good to be weird. I want that on a T-shirt. Yeah, it is. Or a bumper sticker. Or a bumper sticker. I don't, I don't People put, put bumper stickers on their car. I don't like those people. <laughs> <laughs> people like with a stickers. bunch of bumper stickers and shit like that. I'm like, it just, I don't know. They should just cover the whole car with stickers that. Right. Be cool. But then it kind of looks kind of hippie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd be kind of cool, though. You probably car. get pulled over a lot by cops, though. 
Our little sex van. Yeah. Sex van I call them rape vans, but yeah. <laughs> Died. <laughs> Yeah. Well, hopefully you don't go to the DMV and like, I'm here to uh, get my rape van registration yeah. uh, updated. Yeah, or just put a G in front of it. It'll be a grape van. Grape van. There yeah. you go. Wine tours. Yeah, exactly. And wine enemas. Wine enemas. Do you have like a hot enema story? Um, oh, my gosh. It was my first. Actually, I'm going to tell you. It was very embarrassing, but it was like my first time really doing enemas. And I wasn't thinking about it and I did I brought the bag the two liter bag enema uh-huh. with me and I met up with this other diaper boy in Seattle and um we had given each other enemas and then we were like let's go walk down uh to um, like the front area to see if, who could hold it longest and we started messing and like it was like overflowing to the point where it was like leaking down our legs and we're like running to the elevator and um and yeah and like we end up getting back to the room he locks me out of the bathroom so i'm like squatting over like oh, the no. trash can of the hotel room just to like get it like not on the carpet uh-huh. it was it was a bad bad experience and then he ends up getting the other guy gets embarrassed and like leaves and i was like oh fuck like it wasn't it was new like i was new to it and uh-huh. i had to learn but that was that was a very like remembering story of mine, like memorable story of mine and uh that's so embarrassing but yeah there have been times where i've gotten an enema and then get gotten a horsey ride on like someone's knee and like ah, diaper bounces and it spilled like out out of the leg oh, cuffs but you like secretly over, thought it was like, hot didn't you yeah but it spilled all over their thigh and they're like oh, okay i guess this happened i'm like ah yeah i'll wash these shorts for you and you know it's like i'll pay for laundry yeah I'll do it at my house but you know it's you just like i said you just gotta Roll the punches, you know? It's like, well, you know you're playing with that. If you're playing with fire, you're going to get burnt, you know? Right. Type of thing. So if you're playing with poop, then you might get shit on. That's <laughs> that's just how life works. Yeah, it is. Well, you obviously sound like an expert with messing. What would you, what would you tell, like, a first-time messer who may be curious about it, but they're like, I don't know, it's kind of embarrassing. I have a friend that... Uh, she's new to messing and I so I gave her a couple of suppositories handed to her and I said do these when you're at home alone and you're you know nice and horny then stick them up your butt and you'll see it. so once you're alone and you do it you could kind of like okay this is what it feels like and you don't you're not that like you just jump in the shower if you need to you're like I don't need to clean this shit I'm just gonna fucking right. jump in the shower waffle stomp it down you know like <laughs> right yeah yeah but yeah since we're talking about how effed up we both are i i will admit um that i can i can't get off in a diaper anymore unless it is messy and i don't know what that it's says hot. about me well it's just i mean it's it's hot that you're able to get to that point but at the same time it is probably frustrating you're like fuck like i just i wanted like <laughs> be able to get off on other shit too and when it's you know but i I, I just feel like that the dirty is nasty, especially you in chastity right now. I'm sure you're like super duper frustrated and like just thinking about sex all the time and like wanting stuff up your butt and you just want to touch your cock and you can't. And then being put in diapers, like extra humiliating. And once you poop yourself in that caged 
messy diaper, then it's going to be even more embarrassing. And you pull out the wand, yeah, the poppers. Oh my gosh, yeah, that that gets me in a whole other slutty zone. Is poppers like they're fun to have, but I'll get headaches sometimes if I do too much, and so I'll do them sparingly, like right before, like when I know I'm gonna get over that hump of the orgasm, then I could like take a couple hits and then use the wand right on my crotch and then I'll come. So it's, it's nice. But yeah, being fucked up is nice. <laughs> being fucked up is nice. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, baby Don, before we go, I always ask people a piece of advice for, for ABDLs, right? It's so hard. You know, this kink is very hard to understand. It's very new and it's very different for everyone. Yeah. If someone was going to start on their ABDL journey, mm-hmm. What piece of advice could you give them? Um, I would think that I would say you find that happiness within that kink, within the diapers, where you're comfortable with, and and know that yeah, if that who gives a fuck what everyone else thinks? They're not paying your bills. They're not sucking your dick. Like, do you, baby? Like, you you need to you need to do you because like I said before. YOLO. So I guess we'll end it up with the YOLO. Right. And don't compare yourself, right? Like you could, like, you don't have, there's so many different people who are into this. Messing or not messing. Like, you know, some people don't even wet their diapers. They just like want to wear them. I'm like, Hey, that's that you're wasting money, but that's cool with me. You know, like I need to get the most out of my diapers. And that means using them completely. Right. Well, thank you, baby Donnie for coming to news. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Bye. Bye. This week in Newsies News, could ABDL content be censored under Elon Musk's Twitter? Musk secured a deal to acquire Twitter for roughly $44 billion. Musk has framed his pursuit of Twitter as one necessary to preserve free speech, that under his ownership, Twitter would allow all speech that the First Amendment would protect. However, as we've seen with Tumblr and OnlyFans, kink content is always a tricky subject when it comes to censorship. On Twitter, I ran a poll asking my followers, are you worried Elon Musk will censor ABDL content on Twitter? 37% said no, 36% said I don't know, and 27% said yes. Many commented that in Musk's pursuit of free speech that there could be an influx of anti-ABDL accounts and hate speech accounts. On Instagram, I asked, if Twitter started to censor ABDL content, where would you go? Some said Discord servers like the Playtime Discord server, Mastodon, FetLife, Instagram, Diaper Boys, and someone even suggested back to Tumblr. Who knows? Maybe Elon Musk is kinky himself and nothing will happen. Only time will tell. All right, kiddos, I am soaking all over the place, but before I go, one quick announcement. Diaper Fancy is hosting a New Orleans takeover October 7th through the 11th. Explore New Orleans with padded pals from around the country. A link to register can be found in the show notes. All right, kiddos, I'm going to go change. See ya. Bye. Hey, do you know how to read? I don't know how to read, 
but I heard Playtime has a new bi-weekly online kink magazine. It's called Playzine. Yeah, I heard if I knew how to read, I could read about different fetish lifestyles, events, entertainment, and news. I guess I gotta go to the Playtime website to practice my reading skills.